Kill that Indian son of a bitch. Hi, everybody. Jeff here with Taking the Cynic Route, and you are in for a treat. Episode 9 goes all over the place. Oh, oh, it's a potpourri. We start off talking about Cleveland, uh, and then we talk about how internet net worths are pretty much bullshit. The origins of square dancing in gym class, which then leads us to a list of the whitest things people can think of. We touch on Steven Spielberg and Robert Zemeckis films. Guinea John brings up this St. Dominic statue in Australia, which is super suggestive. At the time of this recording, there were some windstorms going on and power outages. And we figured that everyone is screwed if the power ever goes out for a substantial period of time. Uh, we also go into Guinea John's love of the Billy Jack film series. And Bruce gives us a list of why technology is making everyone dumber. So sit back and listen to your podcast and become dumber with us. Enjoy. I am Jeff. They call me Bruce. Guinea John coming at you. And it is time to buckle up because you are taking the cynic route. Where raunchy wit and nostalgia meet bootleg intellect. Pessimistic minds and optimistic hearts. If you're easily offended, then it's time that you the shark. A bunch of dicks from Baltimore trying to figure dicks. out what the fuck is going on, what this life's about. Take I'm it by water. Water. Oh. So do you guys say water or water? Say I am drinking a glass of water. I speak English. So okay. Well, this guy over here, Bruce, he says, instead of physical with an L at the end, he says physical, <laughs> cool, which is a which is a Maryland thing. Let's get physical. Yeah, like they tend to leave off the L's in Maryland a lot. Like I notice, like if you want to say, go, what's that tall structure over there made out of bricks? Be- building. Building. <laughs> that yeah. does not sound like anyone from Baltimore. No, well, I've, I've, heard, heard I've heard it in Dundalk, certain areas. They go, be- building. They'll def- they'll drop the G on some stuff like that, like building. Building? building. Yeah. What you building? But I definitely hear Baltimore. It's like building. Building. So no what, L anywhere. So what's wrong with how I say physical? Well, you said the L that time, but sometimes you go physical, cool. Like there's no L at the I, end. I'm still hearing an L at the end of that. Ah. Uh, it's it's my ears are attuned to this because I'm not originally from here, so you got those those Cleveland tuned ears. We got <laughs> Cleveland tuned ears. We got astute hearing out there, man. We hear we hear a lot of things going down, blowing across that Cuyahoga River, such as loss, misery, despair. It sounds like Cleveland, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but you know you got to laugh. You got to you got to take them fucking lemons and make laughter out of it, man. And that's what's what I'm doing here. Is that the adage? Is that, <laughs> is that what you make from lemons? <laughs> Laughter. Yeah, we do what we can out there. And that's our, about it. Our economy's based on LeBron James. <laughs> anyway. Well, you got Drew Carey. That's another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, he went down a fucking blind alley there with his career, like, Fucking might as well just like get in the box right now. Like, yeah, I mean he took only, over for Bob Barker, right? 
Well, and then he hosted like forty seasons of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, that show was good. Now and that then, show was and then was there was you know, the Drew Carey show. Yeah, I'm really cry me a fucking river <laughs> about Drew Carey's career. I got no dog in that fight. I mean, <laughs> Drew Carey's net worth. Ah, well, well, let's take guesses. I'm gonna guess seventy million. That's a really good guess. Is it now? What's your guess? Um, it probably is not going to be too terribly different from that. I'll say like forty-five million. One hundred and sixty-five million. God damn! Just standing there holding one of them fucking like radio antenna microphones with a metal ball on the top. It's like literally all he does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good for him. Yeah. More power to he him. He used to. Uh, He's from uh, the well. I mean, he. I know he went to Kent State or he hung out there, which is my alma mater as well. However, before we get sidetracked in that, I will say, net worth on the internet is pure bullshit because I just looked myself up. <laughs> oh yeah, and that is what it's telling me. <laughs> uh, because apparently, here here's my description. <laughs> Is that really you? Yes. So you're not worth seven figures? <laughs> that is correct. Oh, my God. It has him listed I, here I not as 1.1 million. I am not worth 1.1 million. I can guarantee Where that. Where the fuck do they come up with that? Because I'm a producer. So what the fuck did you spend all your money on, man? I don't know. It's a bunch of hookers question. and cocaine. Hookers and <laughs> Sample cocaine. Sample that shit. Hookers That's and what we cocaine. need. I got that audio fi- clip, too. I know. So yes, so so take that one hundred sixty-five million with a grain of salt. Yeah. Well, I mean, just if you do the math compared to you, it's probably still impressive. He would be if he's worth valid point. forty million. Right. Damn. Either way. So uh, I heard something interesting this weekend, uh, surfing around. Um, watching like fucking YouTube videos of this, that, and the other. Okay. Um, did you guys, when you were growing up, ever have in gym class a square dancing unit? Yes, I did. Okay. Do you know where that originated? Do you know why we had that unit? I learned this this weekend. Uh, it's very interesting. Lack of viable sports. Um, I think it was like the teens or the 20s, 1920s, let's say. Okay. Henry Ford. You know, very extremely wealthy, obviously, and very white. Um, <laughs> decided that jazz music was like this horrible threat to America with its like, you know, suggestions of sexuality and like, you know, temptation and moving your hips and all that sort of thing. Okay. So he like started this nationwide campaign to get people and kids especially to do the whitest possible fucking thing that they that he that he could possibly think of. And that's what they came And up that's with. where square dancing came from. And that's why it got into all the schools because of Henry Ford's fucking fear of black music overtaking. And and it actually put he put the brakes on that for another 30 fucking years if you think about it cuz rock and roll and shit like that I mean, it kind of hit the pause button on that because them flappers and roaring twenties people, man, they they were sort of ahead in that. I think they would they would have discovered that maybe a little sooner, not for the Great Depression crash and that and that square dancing bullshit. It's interesting shit. Very yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking at an article in the at the uh, 
Chicago Sun Times about it now. Oh yeah, Henry Ford, America's hateful square dance instructor. It's fucking crazy. I'd love to see the process he went through to determine what the whitest thing possible <laughs> right. would have been, and how and the, like the diagram that led him to square dancing. I'm not arguing it with his decision. <laughs> it's certainly one of the whitest things out there. And another thing that's fascinating about it is because when you think of Henry Ford, you think about automation and like structure and order and like you know, all that shit on sure. the assembly line. The square dance is like this. It's like the dance equivalent of that. Like it's just so structured and like fucking automated and soulless. Yeah, right. it's fucking crazy. Well, a lot of those old dances, you know, for the most part, weren't freeform. They were all very regimented. Uh, the foxtrot. It's interesting though, because like when you're dancing, I mean, think of like really, waltzes and you know, mm-hmm. all that shit was so choreographed. It wasn't ever just. Doing what you wanted to do, it was now, memorizing movements, and how do you suppose that came to be? Because there's the form of dancing, like ritualistic around a fire, where you're just like completely going crazy and completely random, and you're feeling it. You know, is that you around the fire? Topless? I prefer that kind of dancing. And then there's the polar opposite, where it's all planned and regimented. I think you're confusing dancing with Haitian voodoo rituals. <laughs> Like, I can never get in that electric slide <laughs> bullshit where you have to think about what you're doing. Did that anybody, defeats the purpose. Did anybody I mean, really it, ever get into the electric slide? And also, doesn't that song instruct you on exactly what to do? <laughs> it's electric. <laughs> booga, 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 oh, thing. my God. Anyway. It's like the hokey pokey. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of dismissive of dance as an art form in general. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not saying that I can do it by any means. I just don't really respect it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's one of those things like either you're doing it or you're watching it. Like, and it's like two totally different things. Like, and I'll dance. It's fun to do if you're drunk at a, like a wedding or something. Yeah. But I'm not going to go through the time and effort to learn right. the jitterbug. Yeah, I'm not dancing for any reason whatsoever. I just wonder if, like, regimented stru- structured dancing is, like, a reaction against, like, the ritualistic tribal, tribal, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, inclinations of, like, primitive peoples. So I'm looking at a Reddit thread. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the whitest thing you can think of? Oh, nice. Um, a prairie home companion. Homemade- Harrison Keeler, he gone. One gone. <laughs> Homemade trail mix for a hike. Nice. Western Massachusetts. <laughs> Sketchers with tube socks. Uh. Fast break layups. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Standing still at a Radiohead concert. Uh, being at a Radiohead concert. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Sabra hummus. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Which, <laughs> that's hilarious. Because if you were up to uh, the native peoples, you would make your own. Yeah. Carlton Banks. I don't know who that is. It was from the Fresh, from Fresh Prince. Oh, oh, Carl, right. <laughs> Somebody posted after that, said, rivaled only by Wayne Brady. <laughs> oh, nice. Speaking of Drew Carey, uh, a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken Caesar salad wraps. Curling. General So's chicken. I haven't come across that one yet. 
picking apples for fun. Yeah, it's funny. I have. (laughs) (laughs) Searching for Bigfoot. Right. There you go. Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I I went to two different parties this weekend, and they both had fried chicken at them. One of which was actual KFC. I thought about Sam Kinison's bit in 1991. He's talking about Desert Storm. When, like, basically went over there and fought, like, a hilariously outgunned and, like, basically starving fucking, like, desert people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we, we could have sent the colonel over there. Colonel Sanders could have won this fucking war. Free bucket of chicken for every tank turned in. Free bucket of chicken. Free automatic, free uh, chicken snack pack for every automatic weapon turned in. You got till Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> These guys couldn't wait to surrender. They were kissing the feet of our soldiers. The feed us. This guy was, looked to be an Iraqi soldier. Soldier had one shoe, Bermuda shorts, a T-shirt that said, "I just want to eat." <laughs> said Allah can lick my hungry fucking ass. I've been out here six weeks. This gun isn't even loaded. Atkins diet. <laughs> <laughs> Using the word equestrian. The Mormon Church. Impersonating Sam Kennison. A whole lot of single sing with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Buying Christmas presents for your pets. Oh goodness! That's <laughs> funny. Third wave ska. <laughs> yeah, the mighty Boston's and shit like that. A basketball team's bench. <laughs> it's funny. Which coincides with fast break layups. Yes. <laughs> A cheese tray with ten different cheeses, and none of them have the word cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> My God! So yes, lots of white things out there. It's all the worst things, pretty much. That's uh, if anybody out there's got some other suggestions, uh, hit us up. <laughs> on our uh, web web page there, or our, uh, any one of our Twitter, Instagram, etc. feeds, Su- suggest- Facebook suggestions for what white things? Yeah, white that's stuff. that's sort of like a little theme of this segment. Like, it's <laughs> the whitest thing you could think of. That's the theme of every segment of ours. <laughs> we all happen to be white here, but. That doesn't mean we don't got a little taste of soul. In case you haven't figured that out by now. Well, it's funny. That's another thing I heard this weekend. Uh, There's some story. Uh, about how all you know, all DNA testing's all the rage these days. Mm-hmm. Like I heard a lot of people, especially like people that pride themselves on being white and white supremacy and all that shit, they get their like results back and they find like a little touch of black in there and they refuse to accept it. Have a like <laughs> shit like that. Now I'm gonna send away for mine. Wait. I could use some help from some Patreons, <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. But uh and if I get back a little black a little, a little chocolate chip. Which I expect because I'm Sicilian. <laughs> a little chocolate chip in the biscotti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to mind. I, I would appreciate that because, you know, I, I'm a musician. I, I expect I get some of that some of that, <laughs> some of that mojo from... Uh, in the jeans. Yeah. From some of the dark people, the colored. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Once again, hit us up on Patreon. That's Guinea John. Guinea John. I mean, grab a five hundred dollar donation from Hitler Youth. It's, no. it's cool because he's Sicilian. 
Right. right. I mean, <laughs> allegedly, I could talk about it because I'm, you know, I yeah, know it's there. If it comes back, you're South Korean. You're fucked. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I know I'm going to do it. It's just a question of when. You know, I'm going to do it. We should all get it done. Part of me like doesn't want to do it because it's all the rage right now. You never, you know what I mean. You ever have those reactions to things when they're all huge? I like, heard. Oh, sorry, God. I was just going to say, I, like, isolate that bit, please. <laughs> <laughs> Like when Jurassic Park came out, I know I've told you about this. I like didn't want to go see it because it was so hyped up just because it was Steven Spielberg. And he, weeks before it came out, I remember people were making this huge fucking deal about it. Like Burger King cups, like toy stores were stocked even before it came out. It was like this marketing thing was huge. All because it was Spielberg. We were supposed to all get down on our knees and hail this is like the second coming or something. Mm hmm. And I remember saying to my friends, if if this dude made a movie about ass warts, people would go crazy about it. I remember I just chose that out. I picked that out of the thin air. Ass warts. Yeah. What would you call it? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Ass warts. I was like, what? Okay, he's a guy. Like he's like kind of the Michael Jackson equivalent of uh, movies. You know, he was great. <laughs> I just made the mistake of looking up ass wars on the internet, <laughs> and pictures came up that I don't, ah, I can't oh. unsee. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm a fan of Spielberg. I don't know what you're talking about. Me too. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying I don't like him. So but... did you go? Uh, you're missing. So did you go see Jurassic Park in the theaters? I did not. <laughs> See the look on his face. I think you're lying. I still haven't yet to see it start to finish, to be perfectly honest. It's not bad. I mean, it was probably better back in 90-whatever. Yeah. I mean, it still holds up. I've watched it pretty recently. Mm-hmm. I, I probably need to see it. Yeah. But uh, Even I'm, the special effects. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, dinosaurs was a random thing. It, I don't have anything against dinosaurs, but like this dude decides to make a movie about dinosaurs, and everybody was like, just like... Well, I mean, the CGI and everything was pretty cutting edge. It was based on an extremely popular book. Uh, it was his yeah. return to the thriller genre after, you know, Jaws, which is a okay. masterpiece. Yes. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways of looking Good into point. it as Good like point. a big summer blockbuster. And it's it was actually a pretty decent movie, too, on top of it. So Good. it's not like it was just some pile of shit right. that everybody okay. was, you know fucking going nuts about all good points all good points there's a gem that he made called i want to hold your hand you ever hear of this no did he, did he direct that um, he had some involvement um is it recent it was like late 70s maybe oh no. like 79 80 or so and it's all about Beatlemania. Hmm. the beatles aren't it but there's like act, actors and actresses and the main characters are these teenage girls who like sneak into the hotel room and like they're like they're like under the bed, and all you see are their like the Beatles like shoes and shit. But it, it, it's all about Beatlemania. It's a really good movie. I'm pretty sure he was he was an executive producer. Okay, what's the year? Does it say a year? Seventy eight. Oh, it's one year off. But um, it's a really good film. Nancy Allen's in it, who I love. Wendy Joe Sperber, who was later in Bachelor Party, was also in it. <laughs> it always comes back to Bachelor Party. <laughs> Directed by Bob Zemeckis. Oh. Zemeckis makes really good movies about uh, different time periods, that's for sure. Like Back to the Future. Did he do Forrest Gump, too? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I would refer to Forrest Gump as a really good movie, but... Really? I think it's quality. I'm a fan. 
Yeah. I liked it. What, what yeah. didn't you like about it? Yeah. A little too apple pie, a little too... Yeah, a little... Yeah. A little too Tom Hanksy. What about Castaway? What'd you think of that? I like Castaway quite a bit. Yeah, yes. that's a fucking masterpiece. Uh, he also did Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Big fan. Best one he did. My, my favorite... Which of his, one? Spielberg or Zemeckis? Zemeckis. Okay. Zemeckis. My favorite of his early movies, Used Cars. Is that Richard Dreyfuss? No. Kurt Russell. Okay. You haven't, oh. you haven't seen that? I you know probably, what? I, I saw probably, a clip from that recently. That to you. Yeah, lend me anything, man. I'm That's down a, for to watch whatever. It's all on Blu-ray, and you're still watching movies like a savage. So don't you get like when you buy Blu-ray, doesn't it also come with standard most Some, of the time? Sometimes, okay, I mean, it depends. Yeah, this one did not. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck ass. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. But continue, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. <laughs> well, chime in there, Chief. Uh... I don't know enough about Robert Zemeckis. All I know is Back to the Future. I didn't even know he did Roger Rabbit and uh, the other thing. The first one. That one was all right. I had mixed feelings. Roger, like, how are you? Like, you got this like totally like banging hot woman, <laughs> but she's a cartoon. Like, I was like, were you conflicted about that? I was like you eleven had, or twelve when that came out. I didn't like know what to do with those emotions at that time. Like, <laughs> Romancing the Stone, another big one oh. for him early on. What was it? Some allegations against Michael Douglas. I just heard his name. I don't. Hear, I didn't hear any details. Anybody know? Uh, he, his name was included in all those like Louis C.K. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. He, he claims to have gotten mouth cancer from going down on his wife. So I'm sure his wife is uh, what Selma Hayek Ka- Catherine or Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, they're still together. Aren't tomato, they? tomato. But yeah, so that's how I feel about Penelope Cruz and Selma Hayek. They're, they're all kind three of the same of person. Yeah, but uh, no yeah, offense. So he's claiming that like going down on her on her box gave him mouth cancer. <laughs> So, well, cry me a river number one. Yeah, if I had to pick a way to get mouth cancer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Smoking or <laughs> dipping, dipping chaw or <laughs> those are my options. Dipping chaw. What a funny word. Chaw. <laughs> English languages. Yeah, so apparently Amazing. writer Susan Brody has publicly uh, accused Michael Douglas of sexual harassment. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Is anyone surprised? No. Once again, a guy who plays a scumbag in pretty much every movie is actually a scumbag in real life. Except in uh, *Romancing the Stone*, he was Jack T. Colson. What does the T stand for? Anybody remember? Testicle. Trustworthy. <laughs> uh, That's it. He's innocent. Um, <laughs> didn't go any more detail about him. Um, yeah, I mean, it talks a bit more, but. Whatever. Speaking of uh, inappropriate sexuality here, doing. <laughs> can you watch you Google an image for me? I don't Ready? know if I want to. All right, what uh, you got? And the, the listeners, you can do this at home. You'll get a kick out of this. Saint Dominic <laughs> statue. Yeah, turn, turn off our podcast and go to the computer. <laughs> no, yeah. Saint Dominic statue, Australia. Nope. I don't want a hospital. No K, just I C. Okay, I'm looking at it. Just like click it. Clicking any one of what's that little kid doing? <laughs> so he's. It's an image of a guy like he's like handing a loaf of bread to a small child, right? <laughs> but the lo- the the location of the loaf of bread yeah, is like right not. where his like fucking dong would be. Yeah. <laughs> 
And and is it is it loaf of bread or is it a, a oh. hot hot potato <laughs> with, and some, then, with some sour cream? And then they went in and they covered it with a black canvas, and it, it just like looks even worse. It looks like a it does because you can still see their legs under it. Yeah, you can still, like peek now it looks, it looks even like, worse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on under that tarp? So anyway, doing there it is. So, so that's good for a laugh. So Saint Dominic uh, was a pedophile. You know, part of me wants to go the bestiality route, but. <laughs> yes, I do. Like, who gave the statue a thumb? Like, number one, how long has the statue been there? Like, something's fishy about that. It has to be some kind of a prank. <laughs> what, the the sculpture itself is a prank? There's no way somebody did that not catching no, that. Because so that takes time and hours, yeah, right. days. And 75 it, hours chipping and, away at marble. So it was a brand new statue. So this wasn't an old. This, so this like, statue hasn't been around for late twenty centuries. Yeah, oh, shit. Right. So somebody just made this. Like, right. That's bad judgment. Extremely. Or is it? Or purposeful? It's, or it's right. Fucking genius to yes. try and you know portray pedophilia in a different light. Right. To expose how hey this tradition hey, this is okay at a Catholic boys' school. That's where the the sculpture yeah. is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Outside Jesus of the Catholic Christ. boys' school. It's like in they, Australia. They're no, just Saint Dominic flaunting it in your face, holding a loaf at his crotch <laughs> while some child cuffs his imaginary balls. Oh my Let's god! Go baguette. Yeah, this uh, is Father this, Footlong. This is very questionable. <laughs> very uh, questionable. Speaking of uh, questionable uh, uh, possible uh, art, that's a uh, public statement. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about like some artists went down to like the Mexican Amer- American border and like did these like prototype walls down there? No. It's like an art installation, but it's like these prototype, like prototypes of the Trump wall or something. So he built walls. Yeah, like 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 real height, but just like a certain distance like across. twenty foot sections. Yeah, exactly. Just, and yes. they're all different types of. They're what, all different types. What yeah. the wall could be. Right, exactly. Did Trump send him a thank you card, or I don't know? Because you know he probably knocked out a piece of it for him. (laughs) Just curious about that, yeah. And uh, some of our listeners may have uh, may have heard about this, but feel free to Google it. (laughs) So what what about it? What do you you think about that? I just think you know when people do artwork like that, like art installations that are like trying to make some kind of like a public um, statement. Or whatever, but what, what what's was that got to do with the wall? I don't understand. What was the statement? That's that's what I don't get. Was he for or against it? I don't get that message from just. I, seeing... I haven't read into it. I just saw oh. it and wanted to bring it up. So you wanted us to tell you about it? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> See, this is the sort of thing today. It, it's the way our the way our culture is now with everything at our fingertips it's like we don't immerse ourselves as much anymore we just like skim along the surface of things like a rock instead of like immersing so I, these are all things i've heard quickly that i'm sharing tonight but haven't necessarily dived into you know what i mean which is sort of sort of what we do sort of what <laughs> we do it's kind of our mo we have a real wide shallow well <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there were apparently some reports that Navy SEALs couldn't breach the Trump wall prototype, 
And some more news reports saying, no, that wasn't an issue. Hmm. And that's about all I found. And that's about as far as I'm going. So why Navy SEALs? That's what I want to know. How is that comparable to illegal aliens? Was it like different parts were made out of different materials or something? Didn't read them. I think, you know, I was, I remember now. It was just for like people to go and like walk around them and like just see what it felt like and see what it looked like and just shit like that. Uh, I don't know. Open to the public, that type of thing. Sounds like a giant waste of time. So we can go see these prototypes? I think so. Um, They're open to the public. Let's do it. Please contribute to our Patreon page (laughs) (laughs) for our field trip to Trump's phony wall. So what else is going on in in your guys' lives? Well, there's some... uh, some power outages recently. There were. Some crazy-ass wind. I know that. Which caused, uh, kind of wreaked some serious fucking havoc around these parts. I mean, it dropped trees, telephone poles, power all lines. over. Yeah. It was absolutely nuts. Uh, traffic lights out everywhere. Uh, my way home Friday, there was plenty of uh, car wrecks. <laughs> Pretty much every goddamn intersection. Car wrecks, I, really? Yeah, I don't understand why people don't know what to do if a traffic light is out mm. like do they not know that it's supposed to be a four-way stop some people are just zipping through them right I got stuck behind one guy that pulled halfway out then stopped right in the middle because he didn't know what to do mm. um it's crazy it, it's such an easy concept but the, at the same why time, doesn't though, common sense take over we're so conditioned to stop go with the light codes if you take that away it's like a mouse doesn't know what to it's like you know, why not tra- we're trained as some brain thing where we're trained to like stop and go by those colors i mean i figured it out i had no problems right that's what i was gonna say so well but we're not everybody you know <laughs> who the fuck are we <laughs> like i don't hold myself in any high regard intelligence wise and i had no problem figuring out what to do when i came to the non-lit light right it's it's curious though because some of those lights are like it's not just like if it's just a straight four way it's it's that is pretty basic but mm-hmm. some of them have like two or more lanes going each way and it becomes like eight lanes having to do that some of them still <clears throat> it's not tough but it it kind of also begs a question like uh, what do you do if you're without power and like your phone's got I don't know seventy two percent and you're like sitting there like, oh what do, you know I got to make sure I don't run out of power on my phone and how much longer till the power comes on? What am I going to do with myself? There's no TV. There's, you know, like what is a person like, what do you do? Yeah. I had like 6% left on my phone. How long so were you obviously out? That how long was yours out? Uh, almost identical to yours. Really? Overnight? Yeah. Um, so yeah, mine came on like right around the same time yours did. Uh, and it's funny sh- because, uh, well, go ahead. <clears throat> Yeah, so I like you know I went to my parents' house. My parents bought a generator last year, oh, uh, because where they live up in the sticks, their power gets you know knocked out all the fucking time. Damn. So they just went ahead and bought a generator. So I went over there for dinner and stuff, and you know took some leftovers home with me. And as I'm nice. driving home, everything appeared to be okay, and then about a block away, as I pull into that neighborhood, it was just all black. So you didn't spend the night. And by black, went- I mean no lights. You went back to your parents to sleep? No, I, I went home. Was I, it I, cold in your place? It was 
when I got there, it was like 66. Mm. Um, you know, come morning, it was 60 or so. Uh, dropped down to about 59. And it's funny, though, because, uh, you know, that morning, another strange thing. So a buddy of mine sent me a text, you know, obviously not going to mention any names or anything, um, saying, hey, you know, if you want, you know, I got power. If you want to come over, take a shower or anything, you know, that'd be cool. Right. I'm like, sweet. And he's like, oh, by the way, also, you know, my mom's having a a, a party around 2 o'clock if you want to come over and grab some grub and stuff. I'm like, cool. You know, that's awfully nice of, of my friend. And then I, 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 I get another text a few minutes later saying, oh, sorry. I, I didn't realize this was a group chat. You know, so obviously he's trying to text another friend on the same fucking message, inviting that friend over to take a shower. But not you. come to the party and not me. Oh. Not me at all. I'm like, what an asshole. What the fuck? Uh, you Damn. know, I, I'm just sitting in my 59 degree apartment. I'd like to have a hot shower. What makes this other friend so much better than me? At that point, I would have just included you. I, I would have just called it my mistake and just continued to include you. But did I the mean, dude actually back out and backpedal? <laughs> Dude, the dude is me, and the other person is oh. you in the group conversation. What the fuck? You dumb fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. I am so I just, fucking stupid. I just... I, I assume that uh, the I was invite like, was, Whoa, was what? taken over. I didn't even... I've, the reason I apologize to the group chat was because... How I, did you not put that together? Because I, I knew... I figured every he, single message. I figure he knew he was texting the both of us. <laughs> no, I... Well, at first, I guess I did. But then we kept texting back and forth, and you were talking about, oh, you, you got your dad and all this shit. And I was like, Jesus. all the details, and then... That was fucked up, yeah. man. <laughs> wow. It was not, fuck, it was not no. malicious. No, no, I don't you mean by you guys' shower? part. I just meant in my Bruce, brain. Go take a fucking shower. I don't care. Go take one right now. I'm good now. Yours. I'm good now. You got power? Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> Did you lose it at all at any point? We lost it for like five or six hours. Um, wasn't too bad. Yeah, I imagine that'd be even more of a pain in the ass with kids and stuff. I mean, that's just general for every activity you can think of in life. Valid point. How are they reacting? Like, the day, was there any special reaction? I didn't give a shit. They were fine. Do you have a generator? I do have a generator. I ended up loaning it out to my father-in-law. Oh, okay. He's still without power, I think. Shit. Really? Yep. A few days. Mm. Yeah, the light on my way here tonight, 543 and wheel is still out. We, uh... We were talking, we were like, man, imagine if we were, if this happened for like a prolonged period of time, like weeks. Right. People would be so fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even think people would adapt. Right. And I mean, imagine that's, we only got 70 mile an hour winds as compared to Puerto Rico, which was like 155 mile an hour gusts. Right. Uh, You know, and we were without power for, you know, less than 24 hours. Yeah, most people and sure. people are like losing their fucking minds. Yeah, and people down there are know. still fucked up. Right, I was gonna say right. There's probably I'm pretty sure there's Months. still sections down there that are screwed. Oh, I think the majority of it. Yeah. Right. I can't imagine. Well, it's fucking Armageddon at that point. Mm-hmm. It's funny because that whole manifest destiny thing, the America wanting all that territory that it could get its hands on, but you know, just to have it and say they have it like a game of risk, you know, and. uh but as soon as they fucking need something, 
hey, can you help us out? It's like, the homo says what? You know, like no fucking like crickets chirping. Like we're not helping you, you know. Brown people, you don't even live in the mainland. <laughs> so the fact that you're, you know, the Trump like or mentality or whatever is like took a the weird fact. Turn. The Go fact on. that you Puerto Ricans are on an American territory that's a technicality. Like, you're not America. You don't look like Americans. You don't even speak English. So go fuck yourselves. Like, that's the message that was sent by the, yeah, by the about, inaction. What about Hawaii? If they got slammed and shit, they'd probably be kind of similar. But that's one of the 50 states. They, they, they just got in under the fucking... Under the wire, like the fucking closing doors in war games when they close up the mountain with those big metal doors. <laughs> kong, kong, kong. <laughs> they just got in, like Matthew Broderick and Ali Sheedy. Just like that. <laughs> Matthew Broderick fucked Ali Sheedy? In the movie, they, they, they didn't really get a chance to. I mean, I'm sure after the movie was over, they did. But you're sure <laughs> it definitely happens on movies all the time. I was there, man. All the actors just banging each other out. <laughs> so anyway, yes. And yes to what? Everything. It's, yeah. So you, you had your pops with you. Yeah. My dad's in town right now. He's at my house. And uh, I took a took a monster crap. When we got home tonight. And uh, stunk up the fucking the whole hallway, man. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> so and then, uh, so you that you're going to come over to Jeff Rose, bring the pops, yeah, and, but and the have, power and have have Jeff make you sandwiches. The power came back on, so my dad just stayed at my house with his TV and his blanket, you know. Um, yeah, so I just headed over, had some. Fried chicken. And that potato salad with the pickles and the bacon in it, man, that yeah. was fucking good. You should have you yeah, come over. Yeah, I wouldn't have known because, you know, obviously those texts weren't meant for me. So There's some in the fridge if you want some. <laughs> oh. You heat some up. Did you bring your customary sandwich over tonight? No, I had eaten earlier. Oh, damn. Sorry. No, you have to be sorry. Shit. He's just a creature of habit. He likes watching you eat your sandwich. I mean, we came over here at 9 o'clock. I'm sorry. Next time I can... I'll hold out those extra three fucking hours before I have my dinner <laughs> just to satisfy you. So you can watch me eat. <laughs> uh, makes me want to go fishing. Get, catch some fish to eat. Catch some sandwiches. Hey, I got, I got a riddle for you. Do you, know why, okay. do you know why I like to go fishing? Why? why? Just for the halibut. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's a nice family joke there for you all, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh what what kind of music should you listen to while fishing? What? Something catchy. Oh, that's a grumper. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> End of the show. Fucking derailed by dad jokes. Uh, was Delaware? I don't know, Alaska. <laughs> Holy Christ. What? I can't hear you. Bear ask me later. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Dude, that one just took a, a fucking 90 degree turn right there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a black pilot? 
What? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Ask Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. <laughs> A black pilot. A Wakandan freedom fighter after this month is what you'd call a black pilot, as opposed to Gilbert Gottfried's answer. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> what, what is that? It's a reference to the Black Panther. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know that movie that that only... Uh, <gasps> that, that movie that only Guinea John has seen. Um, so apparently the... Is, what's tonight? The Oscars? Is that, is that happening tonight? Yes. Is and it? You, you no. can tell how much we care. Um, it's like people congratulating themselves for something like that millions <laughs> Thank of Thank you, sir. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd like to hear when they get up to the podium, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like we're already like celluloid heroes that you know make millions of dollars. Let's congratulate ourselves like in this fucking overblown pomp and circumstance fucking ritual. Like, you feel me on this, or? That's how I feel about most award shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everybody. Yeah. I bet you you have a different feeling. Being, oh, yeah, I don't care. Being, you know, the $1.1 million director, producer <laughs> over here. Yeah, I think I've only seen two or three of the movies even nominated for anything this year, so... So all the times you went to the Oscars, did you <laughs> did you uh, feel that you know? Yes, <laughs> I didn't even know where to go with the joke. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to top. I think uh, it was 1973 when Marlon Brando like sent this like Indian woman <laughs> in in his place to accept his award. And what was her name? I don't remember. Do you do you know it? Sashin Littlefeather. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, so Indian, like, exactly, not, not, or reverse that. I was going to say, they're all kind of, (laughs) or is that the same one? (laughs) More or less. The, uh, like Dunkin' Donuts Indian? Although it wasn't found out that she, like, actually wasn't Native American. Oh, you know, the the Marlboro man, a lot of our listeners probably already know this, but that fucking Marlboro Indian with the tear in his eye. Remember that like ad campaign in the seventies? Right, that was a Marlboro thing? or or forest no, fires. It was, it, was, it was litter, litter. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking Marlboro. I was and then say the forest Marlboro fires. Man was the fucking cowboy. I got we got to it, but that dude was like Italian. He wasn't a Native American at all. Um, <laughs> that anyway. rubbed you the wrong way. No, no, <laughs> I, I didn't have a dog in that fight either. But uh, no, no. Apparently, she totally is. Uh, it, so her father side. Was Apache, Yaqui, and Pueblo. Well, that counts then. Uh, while her mother is French, German, and Dutch. So she's like a fraction. I didn't realize she was still alive. Hmm. Yeah, so he sent her to the uh, Oscars that year. That Was that the Godfather year for him? It must have been. Yes. And um, it, it's a form of protest because of like, the unfair treatment of... Um, Native Americans or some shit. And that was right at the time Billy Jack movies were coming out, too, mm-hmm. which were fucking great. Like which, unfair which, treatment, <clears throat> like in the movies or in, just in real life? I probably real life. Real life. Real life. Okay. Uh, she was in some of, the, some of them, too. Some of the Billy Jacks and shit like that? Some of those? Yeah. She, uh, Trial of Billy Jack was when she was in. Ah. I know her from a movie called Johnny Firecloud, which is a... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> revenge movie. It's really good, actually. <laughs> the, the, oh, she was in Freebie and the Bean as well. Oh. Another one of the all-time greats. These all sound like porno names, by the way. <laughs> Some of those Billy Jack movies are really great. I, I would recommend to our listeners the Billy Jack films. There's four altogether. Can you name them? Yes. Okay, go. Born Losers. Yes. Billy Jack. Yes. The Trial of Billy Jack. Yes. And Billy Jack Goes to Washington. Good man. That, that fourth one is ba- it's, it's a remake of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, right. basically. Um, but all of them have kick-ass fight scenes, of course. Um, like Not like the bullshit cliche ones that you see all the time now. Like Interesting with martial arts and, and like interesting fight scenes. Like the, the scene in Billy Jack, like just the one that's called Billy Jack is the best one. In the park? Exactly. It was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take I'm, this I'm right wait, foot. I'm waiting for the on sound effect any day now. <laughs> and I'm going to whop you on that side of your face. <sighs> and you know what? There's not a damn thing you're going to be able to do about it. Really? Kill that Indian son of a bitch. <laughs> Those movies are good, man. Anyway, yeah. So it's it's gonna be it's tough to top that. Um Is it? Is it tough <laughs> to top that? Yeah. Billy Jack. Have you seen any of those ever? Negative. Oh, I think you'd like that. I might have tried to show you Billy Jack once. I don't know. This is probably Maybe. going back a ways. Do you own any of those, Bruce? Yeah, just Billy Jack. Just Billy Jack. I may have Born Losers on DVD. Can't remember. I find yeah. it harder and harder for movies like that to keep my attention. I don't know why. I used to enjoy stuff like that, but I don't know if it's just getting older or just... Well, I don't know. One of the themes in at least two... So it's the way everything's programmed now. It, it, it's Nobody has attention spans for shit anymore. It's too much, you know, we require too much constant stimulus. Huh. So you're saying those films... Well, I mean, you've I'm saying seen even the cutting rhythms in movies and uh, TV shows and commercials and, you know, everything's so bam, 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 bam. I would agree with that. That, you know, these older, slower-paced movies where you actually have to pay attention to what's going on a lot of people tune wow. them out now because they're just like, oh, you know, it's slow and boring and stupid. And damn, you know, me, you know, they'll be picking up their phone and right looking at shit every four seconds. And yeah, but some of that stuff was slow and boring and stupid. Some, no arguments. But I don't mind a movie that doesn't spell everything out for you. True, or something you know a little bit slower paced if it's if it's done well. Right. Like that Black Mirror episode that we watched with the bees. That one was like 90 minutes, and it was like a slow burn quality to it. But the payoff at the end was like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I agree with you. The jump cuts and everything, the, the tension span thing is a major major issue, I think, in our modern time. I mean, it's the pace of life. I mean, better or for worse, things are just keyed to that rhythm now. They certainly are. Um I think also there's just so much good shit out there that to compete for your attention, it has to be super well done. You mean like production value or story? Because that's two separate sort of things. Same. Ideally both. Yeah. If you have both, both, then that's the the winner. I think it's deeper than that, though. I think it's, you know, everybody's need for instant gratification nowadays. I mean, everything is immediately available at the touch of your fingers. 
Yeah, and you've got like lasagna fucking flying out at you, being lifted up on a fork with cheese like dangling off of it, Olive Garden commercials like blaring in your fucking ear when you're trying to like like exist in your house. And like people like my dad, he's got the TV on, you know, fucking the whole fucking day. You know, I mean, he worked his whole life and he's retired. God love him. You know, all he wants to do is sit there and watch the TV all fucking day. Like, it's like, give it a break, man. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, ah, you'll turn it off once in a while. But it's like, and it's like just shouting and like quick and nothing's on the screen for more than two seconds at a time. Like, and it's like fucking hours and hours and years and years of that is going to rewire your brain. I was going to say, right. You become conditioned to it. Yeah. And just existing in real life, like existing in a room with people, like you have to have, your brain has to see something new and you have to change what the, what the brain is, is like processing every few seconds. Like you said, every four seconds you pull a number out of the air, but mm-hmm. it's probably not that different. Like that's why people and I'm, I, I'm just I'm not as guilty as some people, but I am on the spectrum somewhere where I'm like looking at my phone every few every minute or two and shit like that. I mean, it's pretty much. A hundred percent across the board, especially in this mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, but I don't. Hey, it's it's kind of like guns. You're not gonna fucking stop it. No one's gonna stop, slow it yeah. down. Even that's right. So, I say make the best of it. Embrace it. Use it to fucking find cool shit. And that's the, fine. That's I guess the key is, it's like anything. Moderation. Yes. If you can fucking limit your your intake to a few select sweet things mm-hmm. instead of just binging on every f- fucking random piece of info that comes at you. Right. Which is also super easy to do because it's designed to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And there's these stories of all these people, like tech people who help design all these platforms, like, like the endless scroll and like the red notification symbols, which is supposed to trigger certain brain like signals. Cause it's red. There's all these things. Certain tech people, Silicon Valley, like I've read about that are like regret it now because of the effects it's having. Um, so they should give their money back. <laughs> right. It's funny. Um, it's curious stuff. So where do you guys see it leading? What's your what's your your what's your future? I, I see it leading to like? the point where eventually we're just going to have like a, a circuit mother circuit something or other chip inside of our skull or in our brain, and every everything is just like we're just going to like think about it or like twitch our twitch our eyebrow or move our forehead like look like <laughs> have our eye like just have your eye dart to the left if you want to like what's forty seven times thirteen like have your eye dart to the left. And just like think about that, and and it'll just compute. Like, not in my lifetime or my child's lifetime, but at some point, like what we're looking, what we're carrying in this external thing is going to be inside of our head, like cyborgs, yeah, Terminator okay. style, yeah. So there, there's an article on the Huff Post by Rebecca Hiscott: Eight ways technology makes you stupid. Okay. So number one, tech is screwing up your sleep. Real quick, sorry. So this is like a a blog or a at the Huffington Post. Huffington Post, okay. So she, and it's posted on their website. Yes. Okay, got it. Uh, Shared on social media. 
using the same technology that she's going to shit on. Right. <laughs> Got it. Okay, just making sure. Right. Tech is screwing up your sleep. Studies have shown that blue and rich light, which is emitted by gadgets like smartphones, tablets, and laptops, can suppress the body's release of melatonin at night, uh, which is a key hormone that helps regulate your internal clock, telling your body when to feel sleepy. I've heard people set their phone to grayscale, which I want to do. I, I actually looked into it on my Android, which I have. Right. I couldn't figure it out right away in the three minutes I devoted to trying to figure <laughs> it out. Um, I think maybe it might be easier on an iPhone. I'm not sure. The iPhones have a built-in filter now for blue light that automatically comes on in, like, uh, I guess with the surrounding light in the room. Mm-hmm. It'll turn on whenever. Hmm. So, problem fix. Plus, porn would look weird in grayscale. I have a question, not related to this, but... Um, related to porn? Black and white porn. Well, um, the other day I was on my computer, my my desktop at home, and... I don't like where this is going. Like, like 80% of YouTube videos play fine, but okay. like 20% of YouTube videos, and every fucking video on my Facebook wall... Just the sound comes out, but the screen, like the video portion, is just black. Have you ever heard of this? It's like, and I know I don't need to download Adobe Flash or whatever, because I have, it's like, it was fine one day, and the next day it's like not fine. Maybe it was like an update, like a driver update or something that you didn't get? Right. So I guess there's there's no answer that you guys have. YouTube's been working pretty good for me, so. Yeah. Same anyway. Way. Moving on. <clears throat> Number two, you're easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, yes. Now, does it say what, what the the correlation or the cause? Um, I mean, it just says, you know, flipping between all this shit and toggling back and forth and blah, blah, blah. Uh, teens in particular are more distracted than ever. A 2012 Pew Research Center study. Uh of more than 2,400 teachers found that most educators feel students are more distracted than previous generations. Uh, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's fucking... It's like circumstantial. Like, I anecdotal, be- I guess. I mean, I believe it, though. Because it goes back to what we were just saying now. You know, we're so used to shit happening. I mean, have you seen people try to have conversations anymore? I mean, I have conversations with you guys, and that's about it. Yeah, and we're not even good at that. <laughs> We're, we're fair to Midland at it. <laughs> um, fair to Midland. <laughs> um, the teachers I Midling? know. I know some teachers, and and, and when they talk, where's about your Ohio it, grammar now? Um, it, it's just like a, for teachers, you know, who deal with these teens on a daily basis, right? That you've heard of, yeah, right. that I know personally. It's just like a classroom management issue. That it certainly is that, but once it's under control, it's like. Like it's like it was twenty years ago. Basically, you just gotta like deal with it. Like some teachers have like this phone caddy at the front of the room where he like with like thirty <laughs> with like thirty little pockets. They're numbered one through thirty, and the kids gotta like put their phones in the pockets, and they're assigned a number. And when they walk in, they're supposed to put their phones in. And certain teachers I know, like they did that the first couple weeks, and mm-hmm. then slowly would taper off, like. Is the teachers, is, the kids would do it and abide by it for a couple weeks or a month, and then it would they'd slowly 
stopped doing it. It was like almost imperceptible, you know, and then they'd all just have them back at their at their desks again. Sure enough, they come out. They can't resist. Like, I wouldn't blame, if I were a teacher, I wouldn't necessarily blame the kids for reaching for those phones because they can't help it. Like, it's one of those things. Can you blame somebody who's addicted? You know, like, obviously they're culpable, yes, but it, there comes a point where the addiction takes over. And it's they're not even, they don't mean to be disrespectful most of the time. They're just like, they are not even thinking about it. They're just like reaching for it out of addiction. Well, not only that, but okay. At, now that we have smartphones, they have the option to fill their brain with different info than what's being spewed from the fucking teacher that's right. in front of them that was determined by the Board of Education that told them what to say. So I I agree. I, you can't necessarily blame someone for yeah, but taking that, that option. But that's what they're being tested on. That's what they're supposed to be paying attention sure. to. Sure. And there's probably... 10%, 15% of kids that do that and they go on to fucking college and then the other ones are like me who fucking dick around and, you know, don't pay attention to shit and then have to work 50 hours and <laughs> break your back. So right. I'd say there's way more fucking laborers out there than there are doctors. And I don't necessarily know if it's because of cell phones. I think it's just a different tool to get the medium. The curious thing too is that if a teacher if a teacher gets mad every time a student takes out a cell phone, hey, what are you doing? Put that away. I've actually known of kids. Hearing from my teacher friends, I've actually known of kids where they'll take out a phone. Maybe they hear the teacher say something interesting and they want to like they want to look that up and like learn more about what they actually heard the teacher say. But sometimes a teacher will just see the phone out and not even realize that's what the kid is doing. And like, hey, put that away. And it's like shooting yourself in the foot. Like, Well, then maybe the kid should try to remember that and save it for later and then look yeah. it up. It's a good point. Right, write it fucking it. down. So you right. jot that shit down. They give them planners. They give them free shit to write in. Anywho. Number three. Go ahead. You can't remember much. So according to this, there's, you know, apparently two types of memories, transient working memory and long-term memory, uh-huh. uh, which is more permanent in- information needs to pass from working memory into long-term memory in order to be stored, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's also a limit to how much information your working memory can take in at once, which is what they're saying the problem is. Taking in too much information, which happens a lot online, is like having water poured into a glass continuously all day long. Whoa. So whatever there is at the top has to spill out as the new water comes down. Which makes sense. Which, I mean, it sounds right. It's I mean, we're bombarded with so much shit at all points. That How much of that are you going to retain? See, I was under the understanding you only retain the important shit anyway. So. The only That's stuff- curious because think about all the fucking trivial, meaningless shit that you do remember from years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, some things just stick for some reason that is sometimes unexplainable. But then you have to compare that to the billions of memories that happen that you don't fucking recall at sure. all. Sure, yes. So comparatively, it probably is the more important shit. You mm-hmm. remember the, the, the main moments. Mm-hmm. So number four is we're relying on the internet to remember things for us since we're not remembering it on our own. Which... As Jeff has said, we're carrying a supercomputer in our pockets with us 24 hours a day. So is that necessarily a bad thing? If we forget something, big deal. We'll just look it up. Yeah, but it's going to come to a point 
where we're not going to have experts or authorities on things anymore or people figuring things ah, out. Uh-huh. So at what point does it become everybody's just relying on the internet for information, but nobody's researching and finding out this information they put on the internet? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just going to be endless recycling. I've seen it a lot in stuff that I've been researching where people are just pulling all of their research from other areas of the internet which aren't necessarily correct uh because mm-hmm. nobody's you know nobody if, knows if, what's if, real and what's right bullshit if you're anymore. just if you're just using the internet as research to research other research then it's you you just regurgitating stuff that's already out there and it's going to get to a point where it's nothing but that and how do you vet something like that god I was going to say, uh, what's your guys' opinion of Wikipedia? Because I used to, I used to, and I still sort of do have a, a, a high opinion of it because I see it as a self, like self-maintaining organism. Like if there's something incorrect up there, somebody's going to like see it and fix it. Like if there's something wrong up there, it's not going to last. There's mm-hmm. people that get off on that. I'm, yeah, I'm on, doing on, the wrong shit yeah, on purpose. Calling them out. Yeah, right. Or not only that, but also fixing it, saying, right. oh, I know fucking David Bowie better than that, you piece of shit. That's not true. Okay. And then they'll, they'll improve it. So it's almost right. like a self-improving, self-sustaining thing. I think it's more of a speed and it, the speed of technology and the vast space that it can, like, the gigabytes of information. Mm-hmm. Because I think the same shit was happening, like you were saying, just people basing the research off of other research. Well, that's been happening for thousands of years, but it's just been via book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to base – you're going to take Einstein's word on fucking relativity without having to do the research yourself and testing yourself because of it's backed up. I think okay, it's just point. the fact that it's so much coming in so fast now, it's just way harder to vet the shit. So I, I agree with you, but I don't think it's necessarily a new problem. I think there's – it's just m- morphed. That cup overflowing thing to me is really a, a great analogy because, like, some of the shit spilling out is the real and good and proper shit. Right, and some of the stuff. shit that stays in the cup is horse shit. Like, it, there's no. It's just like sometimes it's tough to to tell. Well, is the that right from the wrong? Good attention. from the bad. I, I mean, if you really wanted to fucking remember how to figure out the square area or square footage of your deck, you could just look it up and study it and remember it instead of having, you know, a dozen Goodfellas quotes just rattling around up there. Nine <laughs> complete Samkins and routines. Yeah. <laughs> so Get out of the way. I'm trying to rent a video. <laughs> uh, number five. <laughs> You're much more forgetful than you used to be. Didn't we just go over that? I don't know. Maybe. Memory? I can't remember. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, uh, that sounds fucking... You're saying millennials are actually... forgetful. M- Wasn't it like a couple of them ago, like, you don't remember stuff? Like, what the fuck, dude? Millennials are actually more likely to forget what day it is or where they put their keys than people over the age of 55. Oh, eat a dick. According to a 2013 trending machine survey. My grandmother thought she was a fucking unicorn for a while, so I don't want to hear that shit. Is that shit. really true? No, but she had Alzheimer's. She was yeah. going crazy. <laughs> like, it's not... You, 
That's fairly raw. Well, it's it's saying it, it's saying this is a population that has grown up multitasking using technology, often compounded by lack of sleep, all of which results in high levels of forgetfulness. Yep. Number six, you can't concentrate on what you're reading. Mm-hmm. Even if you've shunned all distractions, you still won't absorb information you read online as well as you would if you'd read it in a book. You can blame hypertext for that. What is what is what is that? Hypertext, hypertext is like... where there's links and shit all mixed in. Oh. Um it's saying it makes your brain work harder than it would otherwise, leaving less brain power to process what you're reading. Uh, wow. Even reading on screens like a laptop or iPad yeah. has been shown to diminish comprehension, which yeah. I believe. I don't think that's healthy for the eyes or the brain. Yeah, right. looking at bright screens and that. Yeah, I generally, if I'm on the internet, I can only read small paragraphs and stuff. And I've even noticed, you know, if I'm writing stuff, you know, I, I have to keep it broken up into smaller paragraphs. You can't put big chunks of text because people just tune out just like our uh but you have no problem going to a fucking five movie marathon 3d drive-in right with the with the eyes 100 percent. okay just making sure (laughs) i mean i can it's when i'm writing stuff though i mean it's seriously like it gets less close up it gets less uh but yeah no i read you know i have no problems you know i still buy shitloads of books and physical 3d movies fuck my eyes the worst really yeah yeah, I always go standard when I go to the movies when there's a choice. Go physical. 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 Number seven, can't find your way around without GPS. Uh, I can well, because I'm a man. Why, why would anybody want to find their way around without? I mean, what did you, what did you do before <laughs> GPS? You, right fucking to, you fucking tore a piece of paper in half and you just jotted down shit all messy and fast in pen. Like, turn <laughs> uh. left and wheel turn right on like haymaker whatever right. the fuck like why do that yeah i still generally have it's more good, fucking convenient i still generally have a pretty good sense of direction but yeah having gps is a fucking game changer yeah. it is i mean i've we've booked entire tours based off of road maps like that was such a fucking pain in the ass if like gps existed back then i can't even imagine how much easier everything would have been right cuz technology is fucking awesome right that's what we're just, getting at just just think back to wikipedia for GPS, a second GPS, come to the dark side just just think like about wikipedia when i was a kid my dad you know bless his heart he brought home it was like 1983 or something <laughs> and he brought home one a week i know what you're going until i had a full set of funk and wagnalls encyclopedia <laughs> It was like 25 volumes or something, 22 volumes. Funk and Wagnalls? Is yeah. That what yeah. Oh. And uh, this was replacing the 1969 encyclopedia with Negroid, Mongoloid, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Caucasoid. Yeah. Um, but that was supposed to be like, you know, the entire sort of spectrum of anything I would ever need to know was in those 22 books on right. my bookshelf. Yeah, my grandparents had a big old set of encyclopedias yeah. as well. Not a euphemism. Yeah, we had the uh, World Book, I believe mm-hmm. it was. And I was watching the Goldbergs the other day, that TV show, The Goldbergs. Yeah. And, they, you know, they takes place in the 80s, mid-80s or whatnot. It's a great show. Yeah, I was getting into it. And they had a, a set on their wall, and it reminded me of my encyclopedia set when I was a kid. And I'm thinking, dude, you go from that in just one generation, you go from that finite as fucking can be. It's so finite. Even though it was huge and thousands of pages, it's fucking mm-hmm. finite. Yeah. This is what we know of the world. Yeah. Like, for the layman, for a person, you know, now you've got 
the library of of Babel, to quote uh, Borges. Um, you've got every fucking possible thing. Just like to go from that set of books to to the fucking internet and infinity of the internet in one generation. This boggles the fucking mind. Like it's it's just fucking crazy to me. Number eight. You have the brain of a drug addict. Oh, tell me more. No, internet addiction is not just some BS term parents throw around to terrify youngsters who spend too much time playing Candy Crush. Spending too much time on the internet can actually cause changes in the brain that mimic those caused by drug and alcohol dependence, according to a 2012 study. Mm. Internet addicts, most notably gamers who shun food, school, and sleep to play for days on end, have abnormal white and gray matter in their brains, which disrupts and cripples the regions involved in processing emotion and regulating attention and decision-making. Alcoholics and drug addicts have strikingly similar brain abnormalities, the study found. I have seen people who stopped attending university lectures, failed their degrees, or their marriages broke down because of internet gaming addiction. Dr. Henrietta Bowden-Jones, who runs a British clinic for internet addicts, told The Independent, well, that was going on a generation or so before as well with just regular video games, too, <laughs> with, I might add. With, but. with regular drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that you're properly terrified of the effects of technology on the old noggin, let us remind you that you do have the power to prevent brain drain and time suck. Just log off every once in a while. <laughs> Which video games were they playing in the opium dens of the turn of the century? <laughs> so That's funny. Galaga. <laughs> I prefer to log out when I'm on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rim shot sound effect? Boom, no. boom, plop. There we go. That's right. Log out. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice. <laughs> so, yes, that's how technology is uh, making us all fucking stupid. That's the list, huh? That's the list. Food for thought. Not convinced. <laughs> I'm very convinced. I mean, there's so many cool things like Uber's cool, GPS is cool, eBay's awesome. There's so many cool things. <laughs> those are your, those are your your positives for the internet. I mean, that's just the first three that popped into my head. I mean, eBay and Uber. There's no going back, so... Oh, there's no going back. Hey, after the fucking week we had, does anybody really want to go back? Referring to what? The power outages and having no technology. Like, Mm -hmm. there was no... No one benefited from that. If we we lose it now, we're fucked. Yeah, especially with the friends I have. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Hey, if it wasn't for technology, you wouldn't even know that I didn't want to invite you. (laughs) What were you really doing that day? Would you have come out? Uh, Don't even fucking answer yes, because every other situation where I did have invited you to family functions. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone to a family function. Yeah. But if you guys were hanging out over here, I might have came over. Yeah. Um, But yeah, actually, I was thinking about just going to the movies. If my power was going to shit out all day, I was going to go ahead with my parents and stuff. But yeah, it seriously like came. I I assume we're not on the same grid, but it literally came on right at the same time you did. (laughs) Uh, Was that from you? I wonder if the mic picked that up. We're just gonna see. We're just gonna see what happens. (laughs) That is weird because you're in Greenbrier, right? Mm -hmm. 
which is a lot closer to him than it is to me. But my, um, you know, my ex-wife's parents live uh, on Broadway there in Bel Air by Southampton. Mm-hmm. And their time, their time frame of being out was the same as yours. So maybe we are on the grid and you're on the grid with them because they both match. Yeah, because literally, like, as soon as it dinged saying your power was back one, that mine was up, like, you know, a few seconds before that. So Wow. Your meal's almost, you know, on the dot. Must have been the same then. So, yes. Fuck. And then it kept flickering, like, every eight minutes or so for the first hour that it was back on, huh. which is obnoxious because I'd try to, you know, put in a DVD or something, just have something on in the background, and then it would fucking shut down and start back up again. Yeah. Well, I heard from my teacher friends that they, they made everybody go into school Friday. You sure hang out with your teacher friends a lot. Yeah. All the time. Um, like 40 hours a week. I heard that it was fucking <laughs> chaos because power was in and out all fucking morning. And you ever sit in a room with 25 teenagers when the power goes out? They're like, oh, we're going home. Man! Like, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. And none of my teacher friends told me about that. <laughs> Take your friend's word for it. <laughs> Especially when you're trying to show fucking the Great Gatsby DVD and you got to wait for the fucking computer to reboot every fucking time the power cuts out. But that's whatever. Right. Your your teacher friends give a lot of details. Yeah, they do. (laughs) My dad was watching a monk marathon this weekend. You ever watch that show? It's a pretty good show. Uh, No. I I know what you're... Yeah, I know what it is. But I've never actually. It's like Tony Shalhoub or whoever. Yeah, and the guy OCD detective. Yeah, something like that. I watched that show for a lot of a little, um, I don't want to say a lot of years, but at least a couple of years. I watched that show, and I never realized till much later that um, he's Jewish. No, his his friend, who's like the police captain Stottlemyre, that actor. Is the same? Can you picture who I'm talking about on Monk? No, I didn't watch the okay, show. No. Did- well, that actor is the same guy who plays Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, and you don't even realize it unless somebody tells you. <laughs> oh, I know you're. You can about watch it. that show for like two, three years and not to Ted, not uh, put that together. Whatever the fuck his name is, Ted Levine or yeah. something like yeah, that. That's yeah. Um. So anybody who watches Monk and you did, you probably didn't know that. I just blew your fucking mind. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for all the monk viewers crying, out there. Crying, crying, crying over you. It's 125 episodes of Monk. Really? That's a lot. It's about 124 too many. <laughs> Sounds like me in Full House. Yeah, that's, how it's, that's where it came from. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, what else? Fuck, man. That's about it. You got anything? I'm going to end it on Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Shalom. Tony Shalhoub. Anthony Marcus Shalhoub was born and raised in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hmm. His father, Joseph Shalhoub, who owned a grocery chain, emigrated from Lebanon to the United States wow. as an orphan at age 10. <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> Tony Schloop's five foot ten. Labianon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So were they trying to were they trying to sell pussy when they named the country? Is that what you're trying Le-Bian to say? Labian Bell. Ask him. 
Which is funny because like the clitoris is bell shaped. <laughs> Sure, it was a well thought out plan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh fuck! Ah, uh. good stuff. Good stuff. Is it now? Well, is this gonna make the cut? I'm just I'm looking up Tony Shalhoub's filmography. I know he was in the Siege. Wasn't he in Wings or something too? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think he so. was. Star, Ted Daly, Star Raving Mad, Wings, Wings. Yep, 144 episodes of Wings. Damn, that show was on a long fucking time. 91, 97. Um, what was that show with uh, Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt? Mad about you? Yeah, that was on that same time Pretty period. Good. I really like that show, actually. Helen Hunt was really good and then uh, As Good As It Gets. That movie's really good. Agreed. <laughs> End scene. What? Was I supposed to say more? No. That's kind of the point <laughs> of a podcast. <laughs> it's, just, oh. it's just dead silence for 45 just, seconds. Uh, yeah. The, the funny scene, and nothing against like you know African Americans, but like the the, uh, the scene where in that movie where Jack Nicholson ah startled me That's so loud. That scene where uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson's just trying to describe Cuba Gooding Jr. to Greg Kinnear. Uh, I saw your friend. You know, you know, he had a dark molasses color. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, dude. Like, take it up with him if you got a problem. I just think, like, he acted. Like, <laughs> like he acted that out. If we really offended well. you, take it up with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> sounds, Next time you bump into him. Sounds appropriate. Uh, and then the scene where that Puerto Rican, like, um, made spread God's love. You know, you know, and he and he says, uh, did, "Where'd you pick up that accent?" And some kind of Panamanian hump hump bar. Go sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. <laughs> I, I'm, I didn't. I chopped that up too much. <laughs> so, what other useful information you got out there? <laughs> <laughs> I've got Jews at my table. Oh, fuck. Uh, that just sounds so nauseating. Oh. What's his name? The guy who played... Uh, uh, what the fuck was his name? We're talking about The Wire a lot. I bring up The Wire a lot. You guys, have, have you seen The Wire? I have not. Bruce? I've seen some. It's pretty much. I think you should see it. It's, I experience it enough. Yeah, on those right. days. Yeah, fair enough. Less. Fair enough. I watched one called The Corner, which was before The Wire. Yeah, yes. which was very similar. Same makers. It, yeah. it was. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty good. Now I've actually not seen The Corner. Is that like actors dramatizing, or was it like like actual documentary? Shit? Oh no, it was actors dramatizing. Okay, okay, okay. It was based based on like a couple of like young. Like 
probably the main characters were in their teen, late teens, mm-hmm. and they're basically just dealing drugs on the corner and how it affected all these different, all these, you know, addicts and basically what goes on in Baltimore every day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one of these, in one of the seasons of The Wire, there were five total seasons. They they try this experiment. The police does where they block off like two city blocks. And they just make everything legal there. They just, if you want to deal drugs, if you want to sell your body, whatever the fuck you want to do that's illegal everywhere else, just go go to this two-block two area and do it. They called it Hamsterdam for some reason. Um, and obviously it didn't really work out. But. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought that genius fucking idea didn't work out? <laughs> Maybe maybe this is why the city's in the shape it's in, because we got these goddamn <laughs> brilliant plans. Hey, guys, I got this idea. All I know is right now the governor of Florida is some fucking bald-headed, scrawny fucking white man. Um, <laughs> you say that like you're not a scrawny white man. Well, I, I'll give I, you the bald factor. Okay. You got you to... Well, maybe there's a hair. touch of self-loathing in there, too. I'm not saying I'm not that, but... I'm not the governor of Florida, and I'm not in a fucking like shitstorm of Pulse nightclub, and then basically two less than two years later, um, fucking park, park land, Parkland, mm-hmm. Portlandia, uh, <laughs> and like nothing is getting done, and I mean, and I don't necessarily you can't just blame him, um, although he's part of the pro- whatever. Like just I like, just blame Florida. Yeah, yeah, Florida's everything terrible comes from Florida. So I'm just reading more as good as it gets quotes. That's all I've been doing over here. Oh, good. Uh, People who talk in metaphors ought to shampoo shampoo my my crotch. crotch. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, That's so good. Um, What were we just talking about before you said that? God damn it. How Florida sucks. Oh. Um. And you had so, you had some beef with the governor of Florida. Oh, just like I don't know. So what's your problem with him? I, I, I mean, I just like wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Like that's all I know. Like even if he wanted to do something, I don't know that he like. How does one per like like the, the everything's so in place? Like regardless of what your opinions are, like things are just locked in. Like you know, NRA, fucking all the shit that's. Business as usual. It's, 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 it's like an ele- like a fucking fly landing on an elephant's skin. Like it's it's gonna take more than than that fly to fucking do anything. I thought you were gonna say elephant shit. I take back everything I said about technology fucking with our brains and our train of thought because that right there. What do you mean? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about for the last like <laughs> minute thirty. Wow. What does that have to do with the? the Governor of Florida, and how can he? I don't, I don't understand how it's his problem. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I mean, he's this person that everybody like. Look, he's catching heat right now. Is what I'm trying to say. Is he, I mean, is this new? I, this is news to me. This all of this. I mean, which stands to reason, because like Pulse nightclub happened, and pretty much like nothing, di- nothing happened. Which I'm trying to say, like. You mean gun wise? Yeah, like legislation like, wise. Anything, any, just anything. I mean, isn't that the governor of every state like that these things happened in? 
I don't think it's limited to Florida. But but the fact that this second thing happened, it like just draws more attention. Hey, like was this first thing? What did, you didn't do anything, and now this? Like it's just sort of like I don't know. But who who knows, man? I, I don't know. I don't know a solution. I, and are you running for all, one. Are you running for office? Not one. Well, that's yeah. that sucks because we were counting on you, man. <laughs> we, we were fucking. We thought you had it all figured we out. We knew Guinea John had a plan. Guinea John for Florida mayor. We were wrong. Wouldn't want to. I've never been to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> never? I don't never. know one Merle Haggard song. Ah. Yeah. So seriously, you've never been to Florida? Never been. Holy shit. I've been to uh, quite a few states. Um, Ohio. But not that Maryland. One. That's about it. I went to Florida. It was fine. I didn't really see too much of it. Yeah, I've been to Florida quite a few times, both uh, on vacation and on tour. Tour, huh? So tell us about your touring days. Like, should we? Do we have time for this? Nope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> like, who set? Like, what kind of band was it? Like, who set up the tour? Like, what places did you go? Like, this is stories for another time. All right. Yeah, let's do it another time. Anyway, Bruce used to travel around and tour with a band, apparently. <laughs> he, anal, can re- he can regale cunt. us. Come up with some good shit stories. Like, what if you were like, was it a van? Yes. Like, what if you had to take a shit? Did you we'll, shit in we'll, a box? We'll, we'll, we'll get into all this. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a good shit story. Let's, we, we, let's we, end we, with we could have a full story. episode about stuff like this. The teaser. Once and I've already we've already made mention of this, but I'll just say real briefly. Uh, Jeff and I have been in various bands through the years. Mm-hmm. One time we were playing this like in the strip mall down there somewhere in like Parkville or something, mm-hmm. and uh, we're in the middle of a song. It just the two of us. No, it was yeah. like I mean, I, I, John was probably on drums or something. It was like full band. I'm pretty sure. Are you talking about Rat Raffies? Yeah, it was I like Sissy Jupe. It? it was like at least three of us with a full electric maybe situation. Okay, go ahead. I, I feel like it was. Anyway, go ahead. Because I feel like there was more than just you when I left the stage. I, I don't, don't know. think so, but go But ahead. in the middle of a song, man, I had the worst fucking dump come on. It had to happen. <laughs> there was like there was like no two ways about it. Right. Like so I just like set my guitar down and he's in the middle of a song. He's he's still singing. And I just like dashed off that fucking I stage. I remember you were like oh. I'm sorry, I got to do this. <laughs> and I fucking did it and I got back up there before the song was over. I'm pretty sure. No, you went out. I I finished the song and then started She Talks to Angels by myself and finished it. Oh, fuck. And then you came back. Over. I wasn't gone that long. I remember I wasn't gone terribly you were, long. No, you came back out and saw me all right. finish. All right, all right. So it was that bad off? Well, it like had to happen. You had to drop everything. Like yeah, I had to drop everything. You didn't even know it was like brewing beforehand? No, it just came on, man. It's like a, you know, just a bit of IBS. How do you know if it's IBS or just you take got to take a dump? I mean, I mean, if you suddenly have to take a dump, I mean, does does this consistently happen? No, it was it was an anomaly. It was certainly an anomaly. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. So I mean, did they have like a a, a public bathroom for you? Oh to go yeah, into? absolutely. So you didn't have to like go behind the strip mall in a dumpster? No, like the dumpster. no, I just went to their regular customer <laughs> like, bathroom. You can go behind the bus boys' <laughs> right, cart. Right, wipe your ass with gravel. 
Um, good times. Good See, that time. memory stuck in there. It's an important yeah. one. Important memory. So that's my probably my best shit story, actually. Really? <laughs> Your best or worst? I feel like you have to have another one in there somewhere. I feel like his best is yet to come, honestly. Yeah. Probably You're due. Right. We should... St- <laughs> You're due, like like Chris Davis is due for a home run, right? So now it's it's just Operation Fuck with Guinea John. Like we're gonna start like lacing shit of yours. <laughs> no, oh. I'm not doing that though. <laughs> Fuck. If that happens to you, it was not me. Just so you know, no part of it. Damn man, I relate too much. I can't do it to somebody. I'm gonna like lock the lock the bathroom doors upstairs, dude. Uh, if it's got to happen, no, it's fuck that. Happen. Not here. <laughs> Shitting on my carpet. Oh, speaking got, of which, got enough of that. Yeah, that yeah. What you gonna ask about the dog? Yes, the dog is gone. Gone. It's dog gone. Doggy heaven. What, yep. did, it, what did it cost? Uh, thirty-five dollars, twenty of which was a disposal fee. <laughs> Cost one bullet. I wish it would have been cheaper. Was it like injection or something? I don't fucking know. You don't know. I wasn't there. Would that I'm be assuming. illegal? Would it be illegal? Just a shoot, I don't think they used a ball, ball peen hammer. If that's what you're asking, right? That'd probably be the cheapest way. So it's a shame. It, what's a shame about it? She was old. Yeah, that dog was kind of fucked up, man. That th- it was. She was. Going on 15 years old and a miniature dachshund having health issues. Her, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, death is part of life, I know. Especially, well, I see, I have no affinity towards animals. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, don't get me wrong, I would not want to harm any <laughs> besides killing the one that we just killed. But, like, that was like a, a. It was a, it was a euthanasia thing. Right. Is that the right of, term? Like, yeah, you were doing it a favor. Yeah, you, you, know, yeah. you weren't being cruel to it. I don't I, want I, it. I understand. If I can't hold my shit and piss in on a regular basis, and I can't go up and down steps, then I want somebody to put me out of my misery. Mm-hmm. So I figured it was just, it's a win-win. I no longer get shit and piss stains all over my carpet, and now she doesn't have to suffer. The average lifespan of, a, of adoption is 15 to 17 years. Mm-hmm. But obviously some live a lot longer. If they're sound genetically and well cared for, the record is twenty three years. Hmm. So you're on the low end of the average. Yeah, that's um. Yeah. She was yeah. one of the longest lives. I think maybe a, mi- a miniature poodle is the only one that lives longer. I think. And then, like, then the uh, the big dogs obviously are a little shorter. Wonder why that is. I think it's just harder on the body, like to be a bigger. I mean, most bigger people don't live that long either. Right. Looks like poodles are about the same. Fifteen, about the same. seventeen. Okay. Yeah. She had a good run. Okay, let's. That's right. When she was born, it was two thousand three. W. Bush was fucking wearing his codpiece with the mission accomplished <laughs> banner. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Okay. And on that note, on that note, now we brought it back to Bush again. Two thousand three. Remember my Moses story about how um, burning Bush—that was code. It means Moses <laughs> slayed some chick. 
I don't remember that at all. I must not have retained that memory. <laughs> it's in it's there. Good thing it's captured in the, on the previous episode there. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go back and remember it anytime you want. Just Correct. like it was the first time. It feels like the first time. Where were you when you first heard Giddy John compare <laughs> <laughs> the burning bush to... <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. We're out, huh? We're Everybody out. have a good week. It was good. Kenny John signing off. Adios, muchachos. Thanks for listening to Taking the Cynic Route. Hope you enjoyed it. If you got any topic ideas for us or you want to maybe be a guest one day, you got any feedbacks or comments <laughs> at all, you just hit us up at our email, cynicroutepodcast at gmail.com. Or on the twits at at cynicroutepod. We also have a Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast or Patreon, where you can donate whatever you want. Lots of money. Lots of money. But basically, you can get any of these addresses from our own website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. You heard about these internets? Check us out. <laughs>